What's up, friends, and welcome to the June edition of Guys Time with the Brides podcast. I am your host, Zach Brides, alongside my co-host, Chris Turak, uh, Tyler Mizzy. The Mizman is back with us for another episode. And then our special guest today is Mike Borders. This guy is obsessed with hockey, and we are going to talk about it today. So welcome, Mike, to the show. Great to be here. Happy to be a part of the guys. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good day today. We're going to talk about the NHL possibly making a return to the professional sports scene. Uh, they have their playoff format. We'll discuss a little bit about that. We'll discuss uh, Detroit sports, which one of all the four teams. Uh, we'll, we'll discuss which one you guys think are going to win the championship first. And then we'll end today's uh, podcast uh, with um, who, who, uh, what sports jobs you would like to have and would not like to have and why. So let's get started, shall we? Let's get rolling here. Uh, so let's talk about the NHL. And, uh, NHL announced a couple, I think it was last week or a couple weeks ago, that they might return. They have a 24-team playoff format. Uh, it's pretty exciting news. I mean, I, I guess, Mike, since you're the guest on our show today, how you feel about it? Uh, give me Give me your thoughts. Um, happy to have it back for sure. I think, uh, you know, some, I think there's no perfect way to do it. I think there's certain things that you could have done differently for the fact that you can, especially with the way the draft lottery is implicated with it. Like there's teams like Montreal, for example, that if they lose the first game, get the first pick. Well, I would probably just do a game when it opens off the can of worms, I feel like, but I mean, I'm having to have it back. <laughs> yeah, it's just unfortunate, too. I mean, I just hate, like, when teams, like, even, like, uh, in the NFL, like, um, when teams are bad and they just kind of, like, tank the season so they can get a decent draft pick. I think that kind of just ruins the sport. But I guess I, I understand why they do it, but I don't know. I just don't really agree with it. So it is what it is. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not a sports executive, so maybe I don't know as much as – you know, they do. So, yeah, Chris, I know you're a big hockey fan. How you feel about the NHL possibly making a return? Well, it's, it's wonderful. Um, super excited about it. The only thing is, is how different is it going to be with no fans in the crowd? Because I don't, right. I don't think that's going to be a thing for a long time. Um, are the, are like a team like Montreal is getting in with a really shitty win percentage. It's it's unreal to see what could happen with this. You know, obviously with Tampa Bay being like the hot shots and Dallas and stuff like that, um, they're expected to win. But will they win without that pressure to feed off of? Um, when you're when you have fans in the crowd, how much of a difference does it make? Would Detroit actually have a like a position? Would they actually stand? Um, no, we'll never get to know because obviously they're in last place, but. Um, I, I can say is that if there's 24 teams and a team with a 30% win percentage making it, they might win the cup because there's no fans in the crowd. How much more different is that going to be? It's going to be weird. Yeah, it's going to be fucking weird. Yeah, it's going to be a lot more weird now because now it's like you can actually hear like the, you know, guys hitting each other. You can actually hear the puck move and you can probably hear it's them like talking. For them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be weird if it happens. I mean, nothing's for sure. Yeah, this is just like a plan that they, you know, implemented. Out and they're not yeah. sure when for sure they're gonna come back. I heard reports that maybe in July they might come back and finish like through September and October. That's what I've heard, but nothing's for sure yet. So we're still trying yeah. to figure out what's going on there. It's, it's, another plus is if they do start the season this late because they've never done it. Period to begin with. Um, 
how much different is the next season going to be? Yeah. Because if they usually they go until what July, uh, June, end, end of June. Yeah. Yeah. And end of June they go until now they're talking about playing through October. So so what does that mean? Are they are they just going to ramp right back up and jump into a brand new season and possibly be the most intense season of all time because they didn't have offs like three or four months in between a new season and the last. They, they're going to jump right into it probably after maybe three weeks. They're just going to jump right back into it if this is a thing. And are the players going to are they going to set records because there's no off season at that point? They're just going to hit the road running. So they're, they're already going to be at the top of their game. How much different is the next season going to be? That's my question. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be weird, man. I mean, just like this whole pandemic screwed up like every single like sporting event schedule and what needs to happen. And uh, I don't know. It's going to be weird for all sports, not just hockey, but, you know, football. I think football might get screwed up. The NBA, you know, NBA still – out, um, out, out of action. World, I think they're talking about right. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, um, they got the perfect setup for that man. Yeah. If they could have. What are they talking about for the NBA? I know we're talking about hockey, but aren't they talking about a similar format? Something. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Like, and then I think twenty-four they, teams, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And then they want to play in like Orlando, Florida. I think. I think that's where they yeah, want to you, play like, all the games. So basketball is a game of skill to make the shot. If you can't fucking score, it's game over nowadays. It's like for sure. Hockey's a thing of speed and agility is what it's coming to be. Yeah. Um, and the, but in the NBA, these guys don't miss, not under pressure. Yeah. So you take away that pressure, they don't miss. No. Right. I mean, That's what I'm saying. This game's going to be, you might see a team win the championship who is like, what? It's they won? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, dude, a lot of things have happened in hockey, man. I mean, I've seen, you know, obviously, like last year, remember the Columbus Blue Jackets slept the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They had the best record, you know, well, yeah. one of the best records yeah. in uh, NHL, and they got swept by the Columbus Blue Jackets, which I thought was <laughs> just you. unbelievable. Yeah, that that was just absolutely crazy. And what wasn't the Columbus Blue Jackets a wild card team in that in that series? Yeah, they were the most. Yeah. right. In, and they got and they. They swept the best team in uh, hockey that year, last year. So, yeah, crazy stuff. But then, uh, but yeah. So, Mizzy, what do you feel about how you feel about the NHL possibly making a return in their format? I, I mean, I definitely like the NHL playoffs are very exciting already as it is. So, adding teams, I think it's a good thing. I mean, the only problem is, I is like what Chris was saying is like a very low uh, winning team is getting in. So, like, are they going to be competitive enough to compete with other teams? No. That's the only – Or are they going to steal the fucking show? No. I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, also, kids are our age or younger now. Yeah, yeah that's true. They're on teams without a pressure. Like, you get these big names, you know, that like Tyler Sagan, all them who feed off of the crowd. Yeah. But, but then you have their – the guy that gets drafted – in the second round, that it's good enough. He gets the right. job done. He's a scorer. William Carlson, for example, in Las Vegas. He, that guy, when he like he, I know like where'd this guy come from? He comes from he yeah. comes from fucking Columbus, and he just lit up the boards with Vegas. If I'm not, yeah. I'm almost positive he did. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is the guy like that going to take over this momentum and just really can, burn all the all stars? You can yeah. see it. I mean, you see it in the playoffs all the time. Like, 
You never oh. see it. It's always those role players that come in and score key goals late. Like, it's not. And definitely, I think you're definitely going to see it. Like, it's going to be fucking crazy. You're going to see these guys. You're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, like Happy Gilmore. Who the fuck is Happy <laughs> Gilmore, you know? It's going to be yeah. just like that, man. There's yeah. no, no shows are going to just show up, and it's going to be impressive. Yeah, I've always said anything. Yeah, I've always said anything is possible in sports. Like the worst possible team in playoff format can win the Stanley Cup, or you know the worst. Yeah, they're, they're pro players, man. They're, yeah, they're all- I mean, Montreal's a low seed. They have Carey Price and probably one of the most formidable home ice advantages in all of hockey in Montreal. I know there's not going to be fans there, but you know Montreal is just. I think the order of the city is just hostile. Like. So I feel like if Carey Price gets on a roll, those guys can win. Like absolutely, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't want to face anybody in the first round here. It's a total wild card. Yeah. Oh my god, and embarrassing yeah. if you lose. For sure. Yeah, I'm just. Yeah, I just want. I, I just. Um, I'm wondering like how they're going to do all that. Like hopefully, um, we'll get hockey back. But I mean, it's going to be so tough with you know the coronavirus kind of ruining yeah, everyone's plans. It'll be plans. the last one to come back. As yeah. Basically scheduled for July 10th. Yeah. It's official. It was a couple days ago. They're going to go. That's, that's the camp, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like they're that. Open their practice facilities. I think last Thursday. So they're skating. So. Yeah, and then uh, I got uh, I got the article here from NBC Sports. Uh, they have potential host cities for these playoffs. Uh, Chicago, Illinois is one of them. Columbus, Ohio. Dallas, Texas. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Los Angeles. Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, yeah, Pis- no. Pittsburgh is the same, like yeah, Pittsburgh, Toronto, and Vancouver. So out of all those uh, cities, which which uh, what's the best? What would be the best like city to host like playoffs? Probably L.A. Yeah, and, uh, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> everything's better. Everything's bigger in Los Angeles. So yeah, I, I think Vegas, bro. I'm all yeah. for Vegas. Yeah, dude. I mean Your Vegas. I know. Um, Edmonton is a, a favorite out there too, just because of the way they can accommodate everybody. Yeah. Um, with the virus. Um, how is the Canadians? Are they? Is is it going to? When like so the borders are closed, but obviously they have a reason to travel. Mm-hmm. Now, are is are, is it going to be different in Canada? Are they going to be in the arenas? See, I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not they, sure how there's like a, I think they limited the. There's a personnel cap, I think. It was like they said 50 people or something like that. It was like wow. 50 personnel oh, per team. Yeah, dude. That's- yeah, you sit all the way on the other side of the arena. I'm going to sit all the way over here. Yeah. yeah. Jack's over there on the third row in the top level. <laughs> hey, dude. Like, oh, that fucking sucks. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, that, 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 just, that just sounds depressing. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Canada, I don't know. I mean, that that's going to be weird, too. Like, if, if you know, if one of those provinces are going to be one of the potential host cities for these playoffs, like how they're going to um, accommodate that, like you said, Chris. So it's going to be interesting. Um, but, yeah, just hearing that the NHL has, like, an actual format and, you know, teams set up and everything and, you know, all these different rounds for the playoffs, I mean, it's a start, but... We'll see what 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 will happen. So uh, yeah, on top of that, uh, obviously we got the teams in the playoffs. Uh, we got the Bruins, 
Tampa Bay Lightning. We got the Capitals and the Philadelphia Flyers in the Eastern uh, Conference. Uh, the top four teams in the Eastern Conference, um, and then in the Western Conference, we got the C uh, the St. Louis Blues, uh, the Colorado Avalanche, the Vegas Golden Knights, and the Dallas Stars. And then we have all these other teams that are going to compete in the best of five qualifying rounds. So in the Eastern Conference, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Canadians. We got the Hurricanes versus the Rangers, the Islanders versus the Panthers, and then the Maple Leafs versus the Blue Jackets. And that's in the Eastern Conference. And in the Western Conference, we got the Oilers versus the Blackhawks. We got the Predators versus the Coyotes, the Canucks versus the Wild, and the Calgary Flames versus the Winnipeg Jets. So of all that, of all those teams, if there's hockey in the near future, who's winning the Stanley Cup and why? So, Mike, we'll start with you since you're our guest today. Who do you think has the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup if there's hockey this year? Mike? Oh, I think we lost Mike. So, Chris? Mike, I Mike, I could hear him talking. I think I gotta go with Tampa Bay. Oh, okay. There's Mike. Um, yeah, Tampa Bay. That's a popular choice. Yeah. It's a, it's yeah, it's a popular choice. You know, Tampa Bay. Yeah, no, they've been a good team for a while now, so uh, you know, I I can't disagree with that at all. Um, I think Tampa Bay is definitely a favorite if these playoffs do happen. So, uh, so yeah, Chris, we th who do you think has the best chance of? win the Stanley Cup if there's hockey this year. So, I was all riding the Philadelphia Flyer game. I hate Philadelphia. I've never been a Philadelphia fan, and I'm not now. Yeah. But just the, just the streak that they took to get to where they're at, they are on fire. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they will win it, but I would say being as they're not the Boston Bruins, they're not the Tampa Bay Lightning, they're they, you know what I'm saying? They're that team, that underdog, that can win it. Yeah. Even though they are in a top spot, they earned it. For uh, sure. But I, if I have to get my cards right, I think Boston's going to take it this year. They're so loaded with talent. They, and if that team just fires on all cylinders, just like Tampa Bay, they win every yeah. time. For sure. No, no, no. I'm sticking with Boston Bruins. All right, yeah, that's a popular choice, too. You know, they've been good for a while. You know, they've had uh, some talent. Go go through that team. Um, it's always a popular choice. Colorado's a good pick too, though. Yeah, yep. So we'll good see. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So yeah, Mizzy, who you think? Uh, who you think has the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup if there's hockey this year? How the teams that I just mentioned? Yeah, uh, I like the Vegas Golden Knights personally. I think they're. Uh, I like their goaltender, Mark Andre Fleury. I think he's a beast. Um, I think they have a solid Legendary, unit. Man. <laughs> yeah, he's he really is. I think they have a solid unit offensively and defensively, and with him and Nat, I think they can run, run the table and win it all this year. So I'm gonna go with the Knights. Yeah, you know, I think it's gonna come down to who's got the best goalie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's always like that too. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. You know, who has the with best the goalie? Format that they're talking about. Yeah, I think it's gonna depend on the goalie for sure. I agree. Yeah. And so, yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's actually a good choice, Mizzy, because you know, obviously, we all remember their first season, the memorable yes. season for the ages and all sports. Amazing. 
yeah. their first season as a professional sports team, and then they go to the Stanley Cups. I mean, they lost, but they they. St- I mean, yes. they had they they were they were the one they were the one of the best teams. They were the best team in yes, my opinion. Sure. I mean, they were and kicking their, ass. Their lack of talent blew people's minds. Yeah, on yeah. paper, that should never have made it that far. No way. Yeah, and I think before the season, that season started, I think everyone just kind of like they even pay attention everyone to Vegas. Last place for sure. Last yeah. place. Yeah, because that's how yeah. it is with all like expansion or new teams it's like okay they they have no talent you know they're just going to be sub average or even below average and they go and go to the Stanley Cup finals in their first season so i thought that was pretty impressive it yeah. was really fun to watch definitely yeah definitely one for the ages so uh yeah me since you guys gave your picks uh man i don't know uh I would probably have to go with uh, Chris and with the um, Bruins as well. I think uh, the Bruins are a top team. They've always they've been a top team for a while. Uh, my second choice would probably be like Mike said, uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. They've been there, uh, you know, a few times within the past couple of years. Had a chance to they beat need the. A cup. They they deserve a cup. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> Sure, they definitely deserve. Yeah, and they had chances, you know, against the Chicago Blackhawks um, a couple of years ago. I think it was 2015 Stanley Cup Finals, or the, yeah, 2015 Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, that was a great series to watch. So uh, yeah, I think uh, the Bruins and Lightning would be my favorites to win the Stanley Cup if there's hockey this year. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. You know, a lot, a lot of things going on. You know, not just in hockey, but in all sports. You know, Mizzy, I know this is kind of off topic, but the MLB, I mean, they're trying to get baseball back. I mean, I heard it was 74, 116 games. Now it's like 80 games and 74 games. So what's going on, man? Tell me, tell me what's going on. Yeah, tell me what's going on. At this point, like, I'm sick of hearing about what plan we're going to go with. Just tell me when we're going to start playing. I mean, <laughs> every time I hear something, it's different. It's like, it's all about money, man. I yep. understand it's all about money. It's like I want a season, though. I want to play baseball. I mean, forty. If they do a forty-eight game season, I don't think that's enough. No, that's what I hear. That's what I hear. They're talking no, about doing. Baseball, it's just no. yeah. That's like I mean, there's I mean, no legitimate, no uh, legitimacy about it. Like, yeah, would you want to fuck your fucking team to win a forty-eight game season championship? Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking one. Oh yeah, how long was the season that year? Forty-eight games. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, fuck that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, whoever wins it, there's going to be an asterisk by it, and yeah. no one's going to think it's legit. So, yeah, is it even worth? Is it even worth playing? That's the question. Yeah. See, yeah. Tigers, so. yeah. I always get these notifications on like Bleacher Report on my phone, and it's like, oh, okay, they, MLB uh, Players Association uh, rejected this yeah, offer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're not going to play 160 games. We want to play like 80 games or 76 games, or we want to play in this city, or we want to play here. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. 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 It's crazy, man. It's just crazy times we're living through, you know. And um, yeah. But yeah, we'll see what happens. But yeah, just hearing about you know hockey making a comeback possibly, it's exciting for us, you know, hockey fans so around the world. So uh, I heard uh, yesterday um, that uh, the heads of the uh, sports leagues, you know, Roger Goodell, Gary Batman, all those guys, they're gonna have a meeting like tomorrow night at nine nine p.m. Uh, on ESPN to discuss like the future of sports this year and what the hell is going Man, on with the most salaries. You'll ever see if they were fucking live in person. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. Well, yeah, we'll see what happens, man. I mean, just crazy stuff. So, uh, 
But yeah, well, well, let's go on to our next topic. Uh, Detroit sports, obviously, we love our Detroit sports, even though you know, in the past couple of years they haven't been doing too high. We still have a soft spot for them. Uh, of all the Detroit sports teams, you know, the Pistons, Tigers, Red Wings, and Lions, who's winning a championship first or in the near future, and why? So, Mike Borders, we'll start with you. Who's winning a championship first out of the f four teams, and why? Um, I think the team that's closest. And this is not saying much because I don't even think they're in the playoffs right now. Would be like the Lions, but Fuck I don't think you. they're oh, going. Shit. <laughs> the Lions. I, think, um, I don't know how you put the Lions off. So oh my god, what, uh, I'm losing it. Yeah, Lions. Yeah, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say probably the Red Wings. Red Wings. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I like that better option. Yeah. You forget they're they're spelled L-I-O-N-S. They don't win. <laughs> well, the boards get rid of them, bro. They aren't gonna win. Yeah, no, I don't see they're that. They're never gonna get rid of the Lions because why? The advertisement is huge. Well, yeah, dude, it's the Ford logo. It's the Ford, yeah, like it's marquee. The Ford Lions. It ain't yeah, the Detroit Lions. Yeah, it, well, exactly. They might as well just rename it. So, uh, but yeah, the Detroit Red Wings, Mike. I think that's a, I think that's a good pick. In all honesty, because you have to. I think to, you can see a direction with the Red Wings and see where they're going. Right. I don't know about the Tigers so much. Well, they had a good draft. Yeah, Tigers had a great draft. They had, yes, they did. Yeah. That's positive. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, but then uh, on top of that, you have to, as an executive or coach or whatever manager, you have to utilize that talent. How you're going to use that person? I mean, you can have a number one draft pick and then not do anything with with him so it's like you have to find their strengths and weaknesses and then use their strengths and kind of just use their weaknesses but kind of just eliminate them as well so you have an understanding of the player but yeah i mean i don't know but uh i, I actually like mike Moore's uh pick with the detroit red wings i think that'd be my pick too as the first team to win a uh, championship in the near future out of all the four Detroit sports teams because I just like uh, Steve Eisman and I believe in what he's doing. Okay. Um, yeah, it get, you got to give him time. And obviously with the shortened season this year due to the pandemic, I mean, you can't really evaluate him as a general manager what he did this year. I mean, obviously before the pandemic, the Red Wings – probably were the worst team yeah, in the no, NHL. Yeah, they, they got eliminated from contention before the pandemic. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's a rebuilding stage. We all know this. And, um, you know, you just got to give Steve Eisman some time. So I think I agree with Mike Borders on that. I think the Detroit Red Wings are the first team out of the four teams here in Detroit to win the um, championship, the Stanley Cup in the near future. So we'll see what happens there. So, yeah, Chris, what's your pick? Who, who Who's winning a championship first? So, so I will go down the, the poll and tell you the odds for all of them. And, but I will I will stick with the Red Wings at number one. Okay. Obviously, Eiserman took over at the right time. Um, they did start to rebuild right before him, which is a helpful. It helped. Um, he's get the eyes are playing. I trust in it. Um, I'm going to say that the Red Wings number one. Now I will I will say the team with the least possibility is the Detroit Pistons right now. They have absolutely nothing. They, yeah, there are no talent. Oh no, no talent. If you threw together a fucking D three fucking college team, it'd be the same right now. Yeah. <laughs> they, they got rid of Drummond. They got rid of. Uh, yeah. Did they get rid of Rose? Uh. No, they didn't. They no, no. Rose. Yeah, we're lucky to still have him. He might retire. 
But yeah, that's true. But yeah, he tore his ACL. Blake Griffin can't stay out of the, you know, yeah. he just can't stay healthy. Can't stay healthy yeah. Yeah. But I will say the Detroit Lions have the second best. Yeah. The only reason I say this is because if they can get two more good drafts, because there's no way they're going anywhere this year or next year. Um, if they, Because Stafford's done within the next three years. There's no doubt about it. He, he's got to go. He's got to retire. He's going to hurt himself. Um, I would say that the Lions, that with if they draft the way they did the next couple of years, next year they're going to focus maybe on offense and grab a few more defensive players later. But the Pistons, by far the worst. The Lions, second best. And then the Tigers are flirting with the Lions at second only because they've had two good drafts two years in a row, but they're so damn young that it takes – got to pull these players up. In my opinion, a first-round pick should be starting no matter what sport he's in. Yeah. Number one pick yeah. should be okay. starting. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, because what's the point of getting a first round pick when you you know you don't start them? I mean, obviously in the NFL, you know, some of them might sit out and wait for like a big contract. You know, kind of like how Jamarcus Russell when he got drafted by the Oakland Raiders oh, in 2007. <laughs> yeah, he sat out, dude. He sat out into the regular season so he can get like this big rookie contract and look how he turned out. You know, so. Crash. Yeah, he was terrible. Oh yeah, he was bad. He was bad. But yeah, thank God we got Calvin Johnson that year because the Oakland Raiders were thinking about getting Calvin Johnson. So imagine how that would have been if the roles were flipped. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Mizzy, uh, out of the four teams, I know you like your baseball, but uh, who who's uh, winning? Who's winning the uh, championship first? Uh yes. Uh, I actually have Lions at number one, and nice. I'm going to tell you wow. why. Okay. Yep. Go I'm ahead. I'm going to tell you Please right do. now why I believe that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know it's crazy. They went three and three, twelve and one last year. So, just bear with me on this, though. But I think okay. I got a reason why they can do it. So. They addressed a lot of needs in the draft this year. They got Jeff Okuda, a cornerback. They signed a nose tackle, Danny Shelton, that's going to replace Snacks Harrison. I think he's going to be a beast in the middle of defense. Um, their offense, I mean, I think Matthew Stafford's a top-ten quarterback in this league right now. You can, oh, even, make, you yeah. can even make Gase's top five in certain situations, but top-ten for sure. Yep. But, you, if you threw him on a team with some heavy receiving corps, like put him on Minnesota, bro, yeah. oh, my God, he's yeah. going to do some damage. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I agree. And I think the offense as a whole is good. They uh, they drafted DeAndre Swift. Also, if Kyron Johnson can stay healthy, those two together, they also have both Scarborough. I think those three could be a huge tandem. I mean, Stafford needs help. He can't throw it 40 times a game and expect to win. Every every defense knows what's coming when you play the Lions. They're going to throw it and have to be you throwing it. If you could somehow run the ball efficiently and open up play action game for Stafford, I think that's a huge plus. I mean, Stafford can throw the deep ball. We all know that. That's his strength. So just got to open it up for him a little bit. I mean, they're all, they got Kenny Galladay, Danny Amendola, Marvin Jones Jr. I think their wide receiver core is awesome as well. Their offense as a whole, I think, is going to be really good this year. It, the, the real question mark is the defense. I mean, they address some needs, but what are they going to do? I mean, I think it's time for Patricia to either put up or shut up. I mean, he's got the guys he wants now. They got Jamie Collins. They got uh, Tufant. They signed Tufant. Um, they got some guys in there that can do something now. I think it's got to be – if this is the year, man, you either put up or shut up. I mean, I don't think you got much time to uh, improve. Oh, yeah. I mean, you yeah. know, this is the year. It's time I think, thinking, man. For sure. Yeah, I think – I mean, if Stafford can stay healthy, I think this team is going to be 
Offensively, they're going to put up a lot of points every game, I think. So what, if your defense can keep the opponents under 24 points, then you've got a good shot of winning. So... Oh uh, yeah, I like the co- I like the vote of confidence, Mizzy. I really do because I said on my Andy. first podcast that the Detroit Lions will never win a Super Bowl in our <laughs> lifetime. And I'm sticking to it. All right, I am not changing my mind. I love you, Mizzy, but yeah. damn, man, I just I just do not see the Lions Remember, winning we're anything. About Detroit sports. So even if we say we're gonna win a championship, yeah. we're all the furthest fucking behind out of any fucking. Oh, dude, series. yeah, dude, we're we're, we're like <laughs> yeah. we're light years behind, man. There's no, uh, I don't know, man. It's just I'm so, unless some miracle happens, like we, we get gotta a, make the playoffs. Bro. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But with the new format, the fourteen teams now, we might yeah, creep up in there. <laughs> we might get a shot if we can go like nine, yeah, seven, fuck, ten, and six. Team makes it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's one more thing I want to add: the NFC North is a very good division. Very so true. If you can somehow get through the NFC North, I think you can beat anybody in the NFC playoffs. Okay. Yep. I so agree. Yep. That's, why, that's where yep. I'm also sitting because yep. I mean, Green Bay's legit. Minnesota's really good. And Chicago, I mean, their defense is stacked. Their offense, if they figure that out. I like Minnesota. Over there. Yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting without Stephon Diggs. You know him in Buffalo now. Uh, I, I and that might so, be yeah. interesting. I think and Detroit's got a shot this year yeah. to win the division. Stephon Diggs, him, so he did not get along with. Um, what? Cousins. Well, no, because was. Cousins was throwing to Adam Thielen ninety five percent of the time. Sixteen times a game, and Diggs is getting the ball three times and getting sixty yards off of each catch practice. Yeah. And he, he's like, throw me the fucking ball. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and you know, there's obviously some uh, rumors going around that Diggs called Cousins a racist because he wouldn't throw him the ball. Yeah. But I don't know. All I know is that they were the three highest paid players of any team. Yeah. Offensively, period. I mean, dude, that was like one of the best like offenses. If you really think about it, you got Delvin Cook, you have Adam Thielen, you have oh, Stephon yeah, Diggs. Animal in the backfield. Yeah, I mean, yeah, De- Delvin Cook's a monster. And he's now now he's in a contract dispute too. So yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Exactly. Yeah, you know, the guy finally gets healthy, and then he thinks that the world owes him something. Yeah. I get it. You're a running back, and it's the hardest position in football. But you you need to prove yourself for more than one year. Yeah. You, we go, we show up to our job. We make the money that we make. Mm-hmm. That's like Melvin Gordon. What are you doing? You broke. You, you want all this money, and you're you acted like shit when you came back. Yeah. yeah. Well, now, now, well, now he's in Denver. So with Philip Lindsay, so that should be an interesting uh, yeah, it's a, situation. It's a funny uh, context on the Denver one. So De- I, I'm a, I'm a heavy Instagrammer. We all know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Love the pictures. Colorado sports came across my hashtags. So I, I clicked into it and it was it was like Denver's um, sports scene, like their head like um, radio guys and it said like it had a chart with Philip Lindsay and Melvin Gordon on like speed, agility, all the way down. And they had Philip Lindsay winning ninety percent of the categories. And I'm like Jesus, wow. that I mean, Gordon's good. He's, he's better than Lindsay, in my opinion. And then the funny part about it was, um, Melvin Gordon commented on it. Wow, I see you guys started without me. Thanks hmm. for the appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh man, 
the, the fans are already rubbing him the wrong way. Yeah. I don't think he'll stay there for more than a season. No. But yeah, you didn't, that's the that's the beauty. You gotta love analytics, right? You know, everyone's so caught off of analytics nowadays. You, perform, you want that cash, you better be the best in the league. I mean you gotta perform, you gotta show up, man. I mean that's what they get paid to do. I mean, you throw the ball, you run the ball, you tackle people, you catch footballs, you intercept football so you kick the ball you know whatever you know you shoot goals you know you shoot baskets whatever you strike out people hit home runs you want to be one of the highest paid players you better play like yeah yeah for sure and then they bitch that they're not getting their money right now during a pandemic well neither is like 20 million people so (laughs) well yeah but then look look at the ufc man conor mcgregor says he's retiring again because he's probably not you know he he, he's probably not making a lot now since he's not fighting but he's got his own whiskey which he's probably making millions of dollars off of that plus probably some of his face on a commercial and they make millions yeah and then john jones another uh big ufc uh superstar i think he's he's leaving too so it's just i don't know it's 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 a shit show going on right now in uh, professional sports just uh Didn't crazy McGregor make him look silly yeah um yeah i'm not sure uh i think he i think the story was conor mcgregor put like uh, a list of goats you know greatest of all time uh <laughs> fighters and he put himself at one and i don't think he listed john jones or john, he listed john jones like way at the bottom so i don't know yeah. you know who knows man you know that that sport uh that sport's crazy, but at least you know they've had fights uh, in the past couple of months. So you know, I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a, you know, the that's a new a good thing in the right direction for for uh, for that sport. But uh, yeah, um, so yeah, the Lions, uh, man, I just uh, I don't know, man. I like the Detroit Red Wings winning <laughs> winning the championship first. Um, but yeah, I like the confidence. I like the confidence, Mizzy. I will give you that. I love the support and the. Than the confidence that you think the Lions will win a championship first. So, but yeah, we'll see what happens, man. Um, a lot, a lot of things going on right now. Um, but, but yeah, we'll see what, what happens. So, uh, our last topic today, uh, since we all love sports, let's talk about the jobs. What jobs would you like to have, and what jobs wouldn't you like to have if you guys were working in professional sports? Uh, Mike. Is this on field or off field? It can be anything. It can be like GM, head coach, uh, trainer. Uh, whatever PR, not player, though. yeah, not PR, yeah, no, not player, just more okay. executive roles and stuff like that. So yeah, Mike, since you're our guest today, what sport, what uh, sports job, uh, job would you like to have and why? Um, well, I can tell you from work and uh, from experience, uh, working PR is a lot of fun. Um, I shadowed for the Griffins a couple games when I was down there, and uh, just making sure like players get everything they need and like. Uh, kind of dealing with the media, making sure they're asking the right questions and not, you know, violating any terms and stuff like that. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and then uh, what job wouldn't you like to have if you were in sports? In sports, I would say coaching. Yeah. Toronto Maple Leafs head coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, dude, dude. I mean, yeah, I know you guys probably would agree with me on this, but coaching, believe it or not, dude, that's got to be one of the most hardest, stressful, stressful jobs there is. I mean, you're a head coach of a professional sports team. You know how much weight that carries, yeah, you're the man. First guy that's getting bullshit. Right? Yeah, and yeah. You, the, all the scrutiny is on you. I mean, yeah, they're scrutiny on the players, they're scrutiny on general managers, you know, what, director of football operations or whatever, director of hockey operations, whatever. But the head coach, everyone talks about the head coach because it's like, 
that's the guy who's going to lead you to success. And like you said, Chris, like that's the guy who gets all the bullshit. So if they're if a team's doing bad, people are going to say about it, and it's because oh, it's the head coach. He's not doing this right. He's not playing this player right. He's giving this guy too many minutes on the ice or on the court, or he's not using this guy in the backfield on the on the football field or whatever the case may be. So yeah, um, yeah. I actually agree with you, Mike. That's that's a yeah, that's a stressful job being a coach. Yeah, you're hired with sport. the expectation to be fired. So. Yeah, Damn. very true. <laughs> very true. So, uh, yeah, Chris, what job in sports would you like to have and why? If you had to choose. Well, I'm going to stick with what I already do. Um, I would love to be the head chef for any professional sports team. There you go. Uh, could you imagine? You have I, – I understand, like, coaching has a lot of fire underneath it, uh, GM, uh, all those things. Um they, they, they'd be great. It'd be wonderful to be those. But who wouldn't want to be the chef of the team where all the players just come back to you and say, you're the shit, man. Like, this is awesome. Nah. And, yeah. but, they, but there's never a reason for a player because they did bad to treat you wrong. You right. know what I'm saying? So, so you, you are never really on the chopping block. You just go to work every day and enjoy your life and make these people happy whether they win or lose. True. And you know, you know they're gonna they're gonna keep in close contact with you once you're the chef for them. You're, yeah, you're, you're locked oh, yeah. in. Also, I, I would have to say, an equipment uh, manager would definitely be wonderful to do. Getting yeah. all their hockey skates ready or their football cleats, whatever it is, getting all their equipment set up because they, then they get to know you as well. So on a player to person basis, those two jobs would be my favorite. Um, now my, my least favorite probably be, uh, I, I don't really, I wouldn't really want to be the team doctor. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because there's a lot of shit on your shoulders. If that player, yeah. no, for and, sure. You know, like all the, and if you do send a player like, like AJ Green's doctor, I'm sure a lot of people don't really like him very much <laughs> No, because they wouldn't, he wouldn't let the guy play last year. And I know he, when a player says, "Oh, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not ready to go," it's not just the player. The players want to play no matter what, and if they get the green light, they're going. And if they get the green light and they get hurt forever, it falls on your shoulder. So that's my least favorite job, right there. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, team doctor. Yeah, that's tough, man. I mean, you're in you're in charge of a lot of guys' injuries and you know their health and everything. Make sure they're okay. Yeah, that's uh. That's a that's a heavy burden to carry, man. It really is. So, um, yeah, Mizzy, uh, favorite job, least favorite job you would like to have in sports, and why? Oh uh, yeah, my favorite job would be like the play-by-play voice for the Detroit Tigers. There you go. Awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> nice, nice pick. You'd be so good at that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I think that I I watch a lot of baseball as it is to begin with, so I think I'd be very comfortable in that role and. Uh, I can just talk about the game for hours and hours, so I think that'd be a perfect fit for me, and I think I love doing it. And uh, for the job I wouldn't want, I, I wouldn't want to be a general manager, I don't think, of yeah. any team, because, uh, uh, like, you make a trade or something, and, you know, fans don't like it, your head's, you know, your head's going to be uh, available for uh, the taking right there for that. So for sure. it's not like Al Avila, for example, or the Tigers, man, he's just, I mean, he's been getting, you know, people want him out. I mean, I understand, but it's like, after a certain point, it's like enough's enough. I mean, like, I don't know. I just feel like 
I mean, I feel like, yeah, yeah, it's just a tough role, so. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, general manager, I mean, we all like, oh, yeah, and, you know, there's people who are like, oh, yeah, I would love to be the general manager, and I'm I'm one of those people, but then I, like, <laughs> the more I think about it, the more, like, yeah. depressed I am, because it's like, I see all these general managers and all the sports, man, they're making all these decisions. Dude, it's crazy. I mean, how can I you mean, even contain all that? Yeah, you make good money, the GM, but at the end of the day, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Mizzy, you make good money, but at the end of the day, is it really worth the salary? Exactly. Yeah, is it really worth it? All the headaches and the bullshit? Yeah, I don't think so, man. But, uh... Yeah, yeah, that's what you gotta weigh out. Yeah, for sure. So, So, um, yeah, my favorite sports job I would like to have, um, I don't know, man. Uh, Maybe, yeah, like Chris, maybe be like an equipment manager for a football team, get all the the shoulder pads ready, get all the uniforms, you know, ready. You know, hunt up on their lockers, ready to go. The cleats, get them all shiny, looking good. Uh, I think that'd be a good like entry and it's level just job. A dream job, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get to hang out with the players. Exactly. I'm sure you got all their phone numbers on speed dial. I'm sure you hang out with them outside. They can't tell me that these players don't hang out with each no. other. No managers. Yeah, because they do for sure. And then like some of them, like if you're an equipment manager for like a sports team, they probably keep it on the down low because it's like you know people are gonna ask you, oh, do you hang out with this person? Do you hang out with the teams? Like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe you know a little bit. I, I see them here and there. Yeah, no. So yeah, I think that, and then. Uh, yeah, maybe, like, you know, Mizzy, like, maybe be, do, like, play-by-play on the radio or, you know, on, like, TV for, like, the Lions or something or, you know, and just, like, go absolutely berserk if uh, there's, like, a non-call, even though you can you can replay non-calls now. Well, I don't know. This year they might uh, – they were thinking about getting rid of, like, uh, reviewing uh, possible pass interference uh, plays because last year they only did that, like, as a trial run. Um, so I don't know if they're going to bring it back this year, but yeah, I mean, I would just go nuts if like there was a face mask call and no one, there, there's no flag on the field. I'll, I'll go berserk. So I probably get, I probably get fired after the first game, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the worst job, uh, in professional sports, uh, I wouldn't want to have probably a general manager, man. I mean, like Mizzy said, just a lot. Lot to carry, and if you make one wrong decision, a bad trade, a bad draft pick, you know, you don't sign this guy, you don't pick up this guy, you know, you don't get this guy from this team. I mean, it's just everyone's going to just give you shit about it. And it's like, it's tough, man. Like in professional sports, all those guys are great athletes in some shape or form. They really are. So it's like you have to pick guys that fit your scheme, fit your team. Yeah. Uh, strategy, and it's tough. I mean, it's just it's, you know in all sports. So yeah, I think general manager. Even though I've said I would love to be a general manager, the more I think about it, I don't know, man. Just a lot of stress with that job, and like I said, you get paid great money. Obviously, in professional sports, being a GM of a professional risk, sports team. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to go with Mizzy on that one. Being a general manager, probably not <laughs> something I would like to do. Now, if I had the opportunity, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll give it a try. You know, I mean, opportunities like that don't come by every day. So, but yeah, um, yeah, having that job probably not in in my near future. But being an equipment manager of a sports team, I mean, that, that I think that would be pretty cool. Because, like you said, Chris, like you get to know the players, you create some you form for sure are friends with them. yeah you create some form of camaraderie with them so uh they chip you know, the highest top dog yeah no but i mean it's like a great entry level job you know somewhere to start you know i guess 
But uh, I mean, I'd say it's a lot higher than entry, but I would say that it just peaks at the right point to where you're you're not on the chopping block. Yeah. Like every day, like coaches and you know they're just yeah assisting coaches. They're they, they're always on the chopping block. Yeah. So they're yeah, just there to fucking put the equipment on the players' backs for sure. Yeah, um, man, I'm sure there's a bunch of other sports jobs that we would like to have, but you know, I I like um, you know equipment managers and you know being play by play commentators for professional sports teams. I like those uh, choices. So uh, yeah, um, so yeah, we were talking about the Lions a little bit ago, and I happened to pull up their schedule for this year. Uh, it looks pretty brutal. Um, I have the first. It's tough. It's, it's tough. tough. Yes, it's always <laughs> tough. You know, especially in NFC North, like you said, uh, Mizzy. Uh, yeah. It's a very tough division. Obviously, when you still have Aaron Rodgers playing for the Green Bay Packers, don't know how much longer, but he's still there, and he can still perform. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care how he's old still he is. At a very I don't, yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. I don't care how old he is. He's Aaron frickin' Rodgers, all right? He's going to New England. He might, dude. He might. I don't know. You don't have Brady anymore. He might. I don't know. He might finish, like, his last two years there. Yeah, we'll see, though. Anything, you know, the NFL is crazy in terms of making trades and all that. I mean, look at Brady with Gronk in Tampa Bay now. Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's nuts. Never thought that would happen. But, yeah, here I'm looking at the schedule. We got Chicago first game. That's always a tough one. We got Green Bay. Uh, Arizona again. I mean, we should have had that game. We were up by, like, 18 points, and we somehow tied with them against a rookie quarterback, of course. And I think he's going to be good this year, man. And I think going to that game, I read a a statistic. uh, Rookie quarterbacks in their first start were winless. Yeah. I think they were like oh in like twenty something or oh yeah like oh and twenty one or oh and twenty five in their first start as a rookie quarterback and of course we are the ones to tie with a rookie quarterback like we couldn't <laughs> win the game we had to tie with them so yeah exactly and uh, also if you remember a couple of years ago when we played Sam Darnold opening that Monday night game oh the Jets game yeah he was a, he was a rookie as well we got absolutely stomped in that game that was but yeah they actually like he was good but he threw two interceptions yeah. like one hundred ninety yards and. <laughs> I remember yeah. watching that game. The yeah. No, he didn't. He didn't torch us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember watching that game. And I'm just yeah. like, what the hell is going on? So it's like, okay, we can beat the Patriots on uh, Monday Night Football, but we cannot beat the Jets. Yeah. Uh, someone explain that to me. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, someone explain that to me. I don't know. But yeah. And then after Arizona, and that's on the that's away, so we have to go to Arizona for that game. Uh, the following week is New Orleans, so yeah, that, I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, and then our bye weeks, week five. Then we got Jacksonville, Atlanta, Indianapolis, Minnesota at Minnesota, Washington, Carolina, Houston at Chicago. Home against Green Bay. That's at, the part of the schedule where they need to pick up some ground. No, they, well, they need to win. Like after the bye week, like they have, they can't really lose. I mean, yeah, if they, they have any shot at the playoffs. They they were only six in the NFC North last year. I, mean, I don't think they won a game against anybody in the NFC North. God. So you got to at least go five hundred three and three against the NFC North if you're gonna have a shot. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you you gotta. You can't go 0 6 in the NFC North. That next division. <laughs> no. And expect it. I mean, you got to play good. And that's what you got to beat is the division teams. Yeah. No. Because if you want a shot to win the division, you got to beat your those teams in there. And you play them twice a year, so you're going to be playing them twice. You got to at least win your home games out of those. 
So. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, yeah, we got Tennessee. And then Tampa Bay, uh, December 27th, Sunday, uh, at uh, at home, actually, against Tampa Bay. So, yeah. yeah right, $90 right, a ticket. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised because Brady and Gronk are together. Yeah, you're so. probably right. It might be more. It's probably going to be more. Dude, it'll probably be 300 bucks a ticket. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Probably. Well, dude, it's Tom Brady. You know, what do you expect, man? You know, that's, that's, that's how the business works, man. And star power equals, you know, higher higher ticket prices, higher everything. Concession. Tampa Bay's going to sell out every fucking game at home this year. Who? Oh, oh the yeah. Tampa Bay the Buccaneers, all oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But, I mean, if they – I mean, well, how about the fans, though? Like, are they going to have fans? I don't know. Yeah, They're still selling tickets like they are. Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, well, I mean, like maybe like fifty percent capacity. I don't know, man. They really haven't. I mean, they fool around with it. Fifty percent capacity at like sixty thousand. I I don't know, man. Or they have to like set up like a. I've seen like a glass like plexiglass like uh, dividers. So <laughs> so maybe like they have to do that. I don't know, man. Yeah. Bro, it's like a fucking, hey, everybody, you get to sit in your own fucking Petri dish. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, dude. It's crazy. And then we end the uh, season uh, uh, J- June, uh, January, sorry, January 3rd against Minnesota at home. So reading that schedule, man, I don't know. That's tough. That's a tough one. It's always play on, a tough uh, one. Thanksgiving? Uh, what would be Thanksgiving this year? Oh, Thursday, November 26th, I'm assuming. So that's uh, Houston. So we, yeah. <laughs> We might have a chance. I don't know, because DeAndre Hopkins is out. Yeah, we're, DeAndre Hopkins is gone, so we actually might have a chance. They, they have no one left. No, because Will Fuller's unreliable because he's injured prone. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that guy. Deshaun Watson's great, but he has a horrible offensive line. JJ Watt can be great if he wasn't injured all the time. Bill O'Brien's probably one of the worst coaches of all time, making that trade with Arizona to send DeAndre Hopkins. Off. Well, something like that. I don't know. That's what they, yeah. It's rumors, rumors yeah. say that he is with the with what he did with Aaron Hernandez, and then he compared DeAndre Hopkins to him. Like, man, like, <laughs> the guy gives back to the community. And yeah. Well, to a murderer. What yeah. Well, dude, people are stupid. They don't think before they act. So I don't know, man. And he's like technically like the general manager too. I think so. That that's like. That's so you're the head coach and the general manager. You're basically like Bill Belichick, but you see the difference between Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick's actually successful. He's won Super Bowls in the past like 15 years. Bill O'Brien right. hasn't. Maybe as an assistant, but not as a head coach. That's the whole problem with the Patriot model thing. You're never getting their exact model. It's always inferior. Right, and then yeah, like we, we we were talking about that a couple weeks, uh, like a couple weeks ago, Mike. Like, yeah, you cannot bring like New uh, New England Patriots like philosophy to another city. Like, you cannot bring just because you brought Matt Patricia here doesn't mean anything. Just because you brought a couple players here does not mean anything. It doesn't. It's Belichick. Yes, yes, and I I mean a little bit of Brady too. I mean you got you got give. Oh yeah, they they ruled. Oh, they were they're incredible. They were the best. They, they were the best duo. They were the best duo in football for almost twenty years. They're the best duo in sports history. Yep. Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Nope. No way. And then, uh, yeah, I'm looking at our preseason for the Lions. We got at New England uh, versus uh, the Jets at Miami and versus uh, Buffalo. Oh so, so we got the whole AFC East <laughs> as our preseason. <laughs> yeah. 
<clears throat> oh my god. They might win all four and then they're gonna be like, the Lions are on fire. Fuck no. Zero and sixteen. Yeah, yeah, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. That's what happened. Yep. Wins all their preseason games. So they only they don't even have their starters in for the most part. I mean maybe a couple series, but I mean they won all their preseason games and then the regular season comes and they go winless. 0-16. I to this day I still like in my head, just like pounding because I just can't believe that happened. I always remember to play though Dan Orlowski against the Minnesota Vikings at the at their old uh, uh, stadium, the Dome, yeah. and he goes in the end zone and he runs out of bounds, doesn't even know, and it's a safety. And it's like, oh my god, you kind of knew at that point the Lions were in shit. And the curse of the Lions. Man, oh my God! Yeah, you, like that happens. That's not normal. Yeah, you kind of knew. You kind of knew after that play, like the Lions were done. Like their season, you might as well just write off the Lions and just like not even watch them at that Aaron point. Rodgers throwing a seventy-yard touchdown. Oh, God! Yeah, don't remind me. I remember. Yeah, I, I watched that Lions, down in my basement. Yep, I remember I just, watching that in the basement. That play should never happen because there was no penalty the previous play. Oh so, no! No way. There was zero seconds on the clock. That. Play should never happen. Nope. It did, and no. we saw. It. Yeah. We saw what happened. Or, uh, that was bad. Or, uh, Golden Tate catching the ball on the one yard line and scooting across, saying he didn't. Uh, then they then they ran the time off. Oh my fucking god! Oh. We, there's no doubt about it. The Lions are on just this streak of just curse of nothing. <laughs> and then the hard. We would have been four and zero too, I believe, after that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was against we the Falcons, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. I was actually working with uh, my coworker, and I watched that. We were watching it on his, uh, I think his, his phone. We were watching it, and uh, we saw that whole thing happen. We were just like, "What? <laughs> what the hell is going on?" Oh yeah, ten second runoff. Yeah, we were like, touchdown! Yeah, touchdown! and then they and took they forever like, to reboot. Like, there's a runoff. Game is over. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there's only eight seconds left, so ten second runoff. Obviously, the game's over. But it's like, what? <laughs> like, when you talk about runoff? What kind of rule is that? Who the fuck Super runs rule. time off of a clock for a fucking professional sports team? That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. It's, especially when that play is a potential like game winner. It's a it's a scoring play. Like how do you yeah, run off the yeah? How do you run off the clock like that? I don't know. I mean, it's just stupid it's ass rules. I'm yeah. I'm gonna get a rule. <laughs> I'm gonna print off the rule book of the NFL. It might be like two hundred and thirty. Freaking pages, but I'm gonna <laughs> print it off and just highlight every single rule and just <laughs> go like pr take a picture of it, post it on Instagram, just hashtag NFL or you know mention NFL and just be like, all right, you need to change this now because this is just like yeah, the, the NFL bullshit. Like you said, this huge rule book and oh, there's this one that says Stafford cannot put four fingers on the front of the, of the strings of the football. Okay, run the 15 seconds off lines loose. Some weird shit like that. Like what the fuck? A uh, runoff? Like I said, if it was the Super Bowl, it would have never fucking happened. No, no way in hell. You can't. Not in the Super Bowl, dude. That is that's the that's talk the championship about, game. You can't talk about fans outraged. They would have burned the stadium down. Oh, for sure. But yeah, let's talk about that Super Bowl a little bit since you mentioned it, Chris. That was a, I think that was a good Super Bowl. Pat Pat Mahomes obviously just showing off what he's been doing ever since he's been a starter in this league. Um, phenomenal athlete. He's, he's cruising for the MVP this year, man. He wants it and he's gonna get it if he stays healthy. Him, uh, him and Lamar, man. I tell you what, dude. Those guys, if they he's can stay healthy, oh, dude. If they can stay healthy, man, that might be like a Brady Manning kind of ordeal. 
but for like our generation, because obviously Brady and Manning, they're like your traditional quarterbacks, you know, in the pocket, I think, you throw. I think Kyler Murray's the next Lamar this year. I think he's going to put up some serious numbers. Well, I mean, you got weapons now. I mean, you got DeAndre Hopkins. That's a, I mean, hey. Larry Fitzgerald, you still catching. <laughs> yeah. Larry Fitzgerald, who we've been watching ever since we were kids, still killing it at his age. I mean, it's unbelievable what he's and been doing. They, got, they, got, they, they gave David Johnson the boot for finally. Fuck, it took them long enough. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they got, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, yeah Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Who the last, like, four games of the season ran for almost, like, 800 yards. Yeah. I mean, guys, a freak too. Yeah, they got a good team. I mean, if Kyler Murray's going to take a huge step forward too, so they're going to have a good chance to do some good things over there. So this is the year, man. For sure. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna say like I was saying, like um, Brady and Manning, like they were like more traditional quarterbacks, you know, stay in the pocket and throw. But like what we're seeing right now with Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, that could be like next yeah. Brady and versus Manning of like the 2020s, in my opinion. If they both stay healthy, if they both consistently make it to the playoffs and have good regular seasons, we can yeah. see that matchup all the time in the regulars, not just in the regular season, but in the playoffs as well. So, Jamar's got to be careful, though. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, runs. He's he, putting his body at risk every place, and Mahomes is not. Well, Mahomes, ha, Mahomes has a decent offensive line now. I mean, I think the p- first couple years he was there, I mean, he was getting his ass kicked a lot. But I think they really vamped up the offensive line to give him protection. But at the same time, he throw, he steps back and he throws it so quick, similar to Brady, because he um, that you know he doesn't get hit as much. I mean, you got Travis Kelsey, you got Tyreek Hill, you know, you have Sammy Watkins, you have all these weapons. I mean, he can throw it to anybody, really. He has uh, Damian Williams. Williams. Yep, Damian Williams, who by the way was an undrafted uh, free agent, I do believe. I read the other day. Really? Yeah, him and uh, uh, what was it, Mosert, Raheem Mosert. Uh, from the uh, 49ers. Yeah, 49ers. Yeah. They re-signed him. Yeah, he was an undrafted uh, free agent as well. Uh, I don't think either of them got drafted. And, and I think if you guys saw, like, it was after the Super Bowl, they were both under the tunnel and they, like, embraced because of, you know, that you know the opportunity they had to compete in the Super Bowl, you know, them being undrafted uh, free agents. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, Damian Williams and our weapon for the for the, uh, for the Chiefs. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know, man. I mean a lot of exciting talent coming in. Uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, is is, is what's Le'Veon Bell's contract right now? Uh, didn't he only sign like a two-year deal? Yeah. Uh, I believe it's two or three years, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, Let's see. I'm not sure. If yeah, did uh, yeah, no, didn't the Steelers trade him though? He's willing to go all in. Do you think that they would be willing to grab him? That would. Oh yeah, I mean they need a running back, so I think it'd be a huge upgrade, and it'd be a no-brainer if they're all in. I think. Yeah. So, or uh, the fuck, what's his name? Uh, the guy from Atlanta. Uh, Devontae Freeman. <laughs> yeah. Freeman might go to Tampa Bay. He's, he's still got super talent, man. I don't care what anyone says. I had the guy on my fantasy team, and I get it. He's not always there. But he still puts up pretty decent numbers week to week. Right. Um, I mean, he's, not, he's, he's not been the best running back, but that offensive line sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, think, I mean, I think Freeman would be a good fit over there as well, for sure. Yeah. Like, in terms of fantasy sports, like, he's a good, I think, like, flex option. 
You know, I Always mean, yeah, he can be yeah. one of those guys who can run and then catch the ball. I mean, you put him in the flex. I mean, he's going to get you at least like 10, 15 points a week. So, um, but yeah, here's a Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell's contract. He signed a four-year $52.5 million contract with the New York Jets, including an $8 million signing bonus, $27 million guarantee, and an a- average annual sal- salary of uh, $13,125,000. So this, and scored like four touchdowns. Yeah, and year. this year alone, he will earn a base salary of $8,500,000. <laughs> this year alone, he will, for playing for the Jets. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. No. If, like you said, the Chris. Jets. Yeah, the Jets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, Chris. Um, if he were to go to Tampa Bay, that might be probably the most dangerous offense I've That's seen. That's an all-in. We want to win the Super Bowl. Decision. Oh, for sure. Because you got obviously Brady, Brady and Gronk, and then you got Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. I mean, yeah. right there is just like okay, these guys are po- going to put up at least fifty points a game. And they, they have Rashad Perriman, man. He's, mm. he's he's good enough to be a second string receiver. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, and then uh, yeah, and, and then then talks of Devontae Freeman. I thought he was trying to score a contract with the Seattle Seahawks, but I think that fell through. So I think he's still a free agent. Over Chris Carson. Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think uh, he, um, I think they were trying to sign Devontae Freeman. I think they really were. But yeah, they run a, they run a lot of running backs. Well, yeah, because they got Chris Carson, they got Rashad Penny, and then they have another guy who got hurt. No. They, um, what was yeah. his name? The young guy. Yeah. Here, let me. Was let me he see. a rook? He was a rookie. He, I think he was because I think we were watching he led, him. He led the way in front of Marshawn Lynch. Yeah, uh, I can't think of his name right now, but yeah, Chris Carson, Rashad, uh, Rashad Penny, and uh, someone else. I can't think of his name right now. Marshawn Lynch is gone again, right? He's, he's yeah, he, he's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, I think he just played that last year, and then he was just like, "Oh, screw this." <laughs> But uh, he was fun to watch too, man. Back in the day, he was. Yeah. I remember that play against the Saints in the playoffs. He just pushed everyone out of the way, ran over people. Yeah, he just ran over people. Uh, it was absolutely crazy, crazy stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, guys, I think that's uh, end of discussion uh, with our with all of our um, episodes. We like to do our final thoughts. So, um, Mike. What's your final thoughts, man? You got anything to say? Um, not much, man. It was awesome. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, keeping this going. Uh, oh, yeah, dude. It's, al- it's always a good time on Guys Time with the Bryce podcast. We always have fun, talk about sports, talk about entertainment stuff. Uh, maybe next time we'll dive into more of that. I know this has been hev- heavily sports-based, but, you know, it's hard it's hard not to talk about anything else, especially during these times when we're watching games from, you know, 30 years ago on Fox Sports Detroit or on ESPN, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's That's hard, awesome. but, you know, we can talk about, you know, more entertainment stuff too, guys. I mean, hey, we're, we're here. We're, you know, I'm all for suggestions, but uh, I like talking about sports. I know you guys too, do as well. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chris, any final thoughts, man? What, what do you guys say? Well, well, first, let's give a shout out to our Montana listeners. You know, we got we got a, we got some in Montana. Yeah, Montana. Yeah, he loves our podcast every time we hear him. But uh, and, and to wrap this up, I, I will say that um, sports fucking suck right now, man. It's 
No, the, the golf is back at least. Yeah, so that's oh, a good way man. to look at it. They had the Charles Schwab going on right now. If I'm not mistaken, I know Jordan Spieth was at the top. I'm not sure if it is anymore. Um, but it's good to see it back. The Masters are going to happen. I know it's it's just. I understand there's going through a. Um, there's another spike happening as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Florida, I think, had 9,000 plus cases last week alone. I got a fucking vacation here in a month and a half to Florida. This better not fucking Yeah, me. I don't know, man. Yeah, you're kind of rolling the dice there on that one, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck, dude. I was oh. like, I told Kaylee, I'm like, fuck, I hope to God this doesn't, like, mm. put, like, a damper on our vacation. I know we'll probably be fine because Florida governor's a, a lunatic. He's crazy. Yeah. But, uh, um, even if we have to, we're just going to rent a house with a pool. And just chill out, go get food from the grocery store, do our own thing, and just relax. Yeah, that's the worst case scenario. But obviously, we'd like to go to the beaches and stuff. And yeah, we'll but, see. That's how life's just at a halt. I mean, we can only go so much further right now. For sure. But hey, man, to keep us busy, we got this podcast doing. We do an episode every month. Love it. It's Fucking fun. Love it. Yeah, we love it, man. We do. <laughs> it's fun. It's a good time here. We really enjoy uh, doing this. And yeah, like you said, Chris, shout out to your friend Matt. In uh, Montana, uh, thank you for the support, guys. All the way to Montana. It's crazy that we're in Michigan and we're reaching out to Montana of all this. Yeah, you just got to love technology, man. You really do. So, yeah. yeah. Thanks for the support, Matt, and friends in uh, Montana. Uh, we just try to do the best with what we have, with all the topics uh, that we come up with each and every time we before we do podcasts. We kind of just do you know, kind of what we want. We're all guys here. We love sports. We love entertainment stuff. So whatever comes to mind, we, we talk about it. And uh, I just appreciate the support for that. And then, uh, Chris, um, I guess another shout-out. Isn't it your dad's birthday today? That's right. Yeah, happy, happy birthday. birthday yeah, today. Yep, happy birthday to your dad. I'm watching their, uh, their dogs this weekend, but I'm trying to figure out when he comes home. I'm like, when are you coming home, dude? Yeah. <laughs> They're at the cottage right now. But, yeah, yeah he, uh, he turned 61 today. 61 today. Woo! Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's still up there. He's still doing it up. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Happy birthday to your dad. And I hope uh, you guys have a great day in terms of his birthday. Do you guys have any plans on to, on what you're going to well, do right for his now, birthday? They're, they're three hours away, but I think we're going to have dinner plans later. Yeah. Uh, I, I might. We might get steaks when they come home or something like that. Yeah. Or, or we might celebrate tomorrow just depending on how tired they are when they come home from yeah. the cottage yeah steaks yeah that's always a good option man so i gotta love steak oh, yeah. uh <laughs> you can't be, you can't go wrong with steak but uh yeah so happy birthday to your dad chris uh i hope you guys uh enjoyed today and uh um we'll go with that and then uh, uh mizzy um what's your final thoughts on today's podcast or just whatever you're thinking man i want to hear it yeah Love the podcast today, the NHL format. Hopefully, they, next time we do another podcast, something will be back, like NHL and MLB something. It would be nice to actually talk about a live sport going on. I know UFC has been going on. I mean, here's the thing. UFC, like, you, they're all over each other, those guys in the ring. So, you would think if they're doing it, why can't, like, MLB start? For real. Like, that's the thing. Like, they're sweating all over each other. Like, how are we not able to start MLB? Or I mean, I just don't understand. I mean, I know it's a money thing for those guys, but it's like – just get a deal on the table and let's play baseball, for God's sake. Yeah. I mean, that's all I want. I mean, right just... Now. The fans, I mean, this is your opportunity. They say MLB's dying. Well, 
and let's play and you're the only one on TV every day yeah. that people are going to watch there's nothing else to watch take advantage so, of it for sure exactly if, if it's safe enough which it's got to be I mean if other sports like UFC are going if, just don't do any fans and just get it going I mean it's got to be safe enough you have the testing for it just if you get if you have to shut it down for some reason then do that but at least get a deal on the table and try to start playing I mean there's this is your time if you're MLB to get Recapture your fan base because people don't. People are leaving. They don't, they think it's boring. Baseball's boring. I mean, I'm not one of those people, but I, I hear people all the time say, "Oh, I'm not going to watch baseball. It's super boring." Mm-hmm. I mean, this is your time to recapture your fan base. I think, especially for the younger people. Yeah. I mean, the the older generation is going to stay and watch because they love baseball. But the younger generation, they don't. They're not as much involved with baseball. Baseball is so slipping through it, their fingers. Exactly. This is the time where you could have you could get your fan base for the future. I think so. I just I hope I hope next time around here baseball's back. I mean I hope it's not forty eight games. I hope it's at least like seventy or yeah. I mean forty eight's not enough. No, no. I mean that's just like what that covers like maybe like a month, maybe month and a half of games. I mean that that would just be worth that'd be worthless. I mean, it'd just be a waste can, of time. The Tigers can make the playoffs in 48 game season. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's all fans will never know. You know? Exactly. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we won the fucking championship. Yeah, that was the, that was the season of the pandemic, right? It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> yeah, it thing, really doesn't. That's the thing. Like, if if that's if that's going to be the case where people are going to say that, is it even worth playing in this season? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the problem. Make- yeah. It makes a difference. Yeah, and then exactly. yeah, since we talked about hockey, you know, doing the playoff format, is that even worth it? So who, if they do continue with hockey and you know have a Stanley Cup, you know, playoffs and they have a Stanley Cup final, whoever's the winner of that, is that going to matter? Is that is there going to be purpose behind that with the shortened season due to the pandemic? So, I don't know, man. I don't know. We've had short seasons due to lockouts before. I think, yeah, uh, that's true. I mean, usually like. I think the first year people bitch about it, but then it kind of goes away. Yeah. Like, I mean, Chicago won the Stanley Cup in 2013 and absolutely just rolled people. I mean, I don't see how you can say that it was delegitimized. Yeah. It was shorter. Like, they're still the best. So. But you see, lockouts, yeah. I think lockouts don't last as long, obviously, as obviously what we're going through right now. But, yeah, I mean, I get yeah. your point, Mike. You know, um, you know, this is something we can't. You know, obviously control. I mean, the pandemic happened, unfortunately, and, you know, it's put a halt on people's lives and, you know, sports and, you know, movies, TV shows, everything. So, but, um, yeah, yeah I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's just crazy times we're living through. And, uh, but yeah, I guess my final thoughts on today's podcast. I think it went well. I mean, we talked about, you know, hockey possibly making a comeback. Uh, we talked about, which Detroit team was going to win a uh, championship first, and then sports jobs we would love to have and not like to have, and why. And then uh, we add some stuff in there too. So I, I like that as well. And I just appreciate you guys always doing this with me. Um, obviously, this is something I've been wanting to do for a while. And, you know, this is our third episode, and we've done great. You know, we just got to keep going. You just got to keep consistent and uh, just, you know, come up with different topics to, to talk about each and every week. So. Yeah, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I guess uh, we'll end with this since we talked about hockey today. A lot of great players in the NHL, obviously. Mike and Chris, you guys are hockey fanatics. You've been watching hockey for a long time. Mizzy, you're a hockey fanatic as well. I'm a hockey fanatic. Um, of all the players in the NHL right now, who's the best and why? Ooh. 
it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it is, yeah, I know, um, all right, how about this, not, if you were, if you had to pick one guy to score the game-winning goal, game seven of the Stanley Cup Finals, who are you choosing and why? Ovechkin. Great choice. Mike? 100% leader. Leon Dreisaitl. Nice. Mizzy, who who yeah, who who's scoring the game winning uh, goal in Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Finals? Oh man, that's a tough one. I, <laughs> um, if I had to pick, man, that's Sidney Crosby out there. I guess I'll go with him. He's been, you know, he's a big guy. He's a big player for that situation. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man, I think you got some uh, negative uh, negative. Uh, Faces, negative reactions from Mike, from Mike and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, I mean, you can't deny Sidney Crosby is a great player. I mean, we might not like, we we might not like him here in Detroit, okay? But he is he is top ten, like right now, and he's been for a for a while now. Um, so yeah, but yeah, I got some. Severus is another one that I've always thought could it's clutch. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, Game Seven, Stanley Cup Finals, game game winner. Oh man, God, I don't know. I'm I probably have to go with Ovechkin too, man. His slap shot's insane. I don't know how goalies can stop that. Uh, it's very rare, but uh, yeah, I probably have to go with Ovechkin too. You know, watching him win the Stanley Cup, uh, it was a it was a great moment because he deserved, he deserved it. That. Long overdue, and uh, he was able to do that and. Uh, so yeah, but yeah, I'll probably pick Ovechkin. You know, I, I that guy puts up 50 goals a season, so uh, I'll choose him to win to score the game-winning uh, goal in the Stanley Cup Finals. So uh, yeah, I think that's it, guys. I mean, if there's anything else, uh, I don't know. I think we're done today. I think we had a good discussion. You now June 14th. It's, uh, it's a little bit cool out now, unlike last week when it was muggy as hell. Uh, so. <laughs> If you guys are going out and enjoy the day, because I think it's supposed to heat up this week. So, uh, yeah, guys, just uh, thanks again for joining me on this edition of Guys Time with the Brides podcast. Mike, thank you for joining us, man. Yeah, Pleasure man. having you, man. Yeah, um, I was going to say you're a sports fanatic. We'll invite uh, everyone. I think I got I got a lineup of people who want to be on this podcast, so we got to try and incorporate them somehow. And uh, Chris, it's always a pleasure having you, man. I love your commentary. Yeah, it's always it's always fun hearing your voice. And then uh, Mizzy, same with you, man. Appreciate you um, being on the podcast and uh, just providing your input. And uh, like I said, we'll just keep the train rolling, man. We'll have another one in July sometime. Obviously on a Sunday because I think the Sunday format's working for all of us. Um, so we'll have another one in July, and you know within the next month or so. So um, yeah, with that, I guess um, I guess that's it, guys. So thanks again for joining us. Shout out to Matt in Montana. Thanks for the support, guys. And shout out to Chris's dad. Happy birthday, 61. Uh, hope you guys have a good. I hope you guys have a good day, and uh, we'll be here next time on Guys Time with the Bryce podcast. So thanks again, guys, and. Uh, we are out. See you later. Cool. See ya. Take care, guys. Take care.